Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the fire pit. Richard here, and I hope everyone's doing well and having a great week. Been a couple weeks, and it's been a, a pretty crazy, busy time. So I hadn't had the time I've wanted to to sit down and really just talk and share my heart and share some thoughts on what's going on. So it's good to be back here um, at the end of April already. It's crazy to believe, and you can see around me that uh, all the leaves are filling in and. It's really feeling like spring and it sounds like spring and just watching all the and hearing all the birds singing all around us. Um, one of my favorite things to do is come up here and, and talk to the cardinals. I have a uh, um, uh, bird app on my phone and I'll bring up bird calls and especially the cardinals because there's a few of them that live around here and I'll just sit there ch having that chirping away and just watching them buzz all around me and kind of freaked out and wish I had something that would scare the crow away, but you know, but <laughs> that's all right. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a beautiful, uh, time and, uh, this time of year and once the, the pollen kind of begins to die out, it really, everything begins to pop and, um, the beauty of it all really begins to, to show through and, um, but, uh, you know, I'm definitely, uh, prone to the allergies this time of year, which is always fun and interesting, but, uh, you know, but I work my way through it every year. I still enjoy the beauty of spring and the joy of, of just watching everything come to life again um, after coming out of winter, out of the cold season and everything. And um, like I've said and shared before, and it's such a beautiful picture of seeing just uh, of life coming. And, and I think of the restoration of, of, of all things, of everything coming back to life after the cold after the dead of winter and everything and, and what that, that what that will look like when everything comes to life again <clears throat> when um, when the earth and heavens are restored and, uh, and everything in the kingdom of God is really established uh, here on earth as it is in heaven and you know all that so it's it's uh, it's something to look forward to something to look forward to the the, the return of Jesus and um, I still look forward to that and um, with great anticipation. We don't know when that's gonna come, but uh, seeing, again, seeing springtime kind of gives me a little bit of that that image and that kind of hope of that coming uh, restoration. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a wild time. A lot of uh, things going on around us. And, um, you know, there's so many things that, that have been on my heart to really kind of talk about and, and share and, um, in, in different aspects and you know I had some thoughts last week and I'll, I'll get back to those um, and what that was and everything I was about to sit down and start recording and, and got disrupted by work and I couldn't get back to it so um, I want to give that its time and, and, and diligence to sit down and really ponder that conversation again so we'll come back to that um, but this week you know there's something um, that's really uh, pressing into me these uh, that God's really put on putting on my heart these last couple of days and of, of just remembering God's presence and how much we in today's world tend to put God in a box um, that fits our needs and our desires and our wants not necessarily allowing God to be God we limit him and place limitations on the fullness of who he is and who he can be and, and, and is in our lives and 
and wants to be for our lives um, because we're so wrapped up in what we want, what we think this life should be. We want things to be functional for us, for our purposes, for our our sake. And so I was just sitting there thinking about what that looks like. And then, um, because, you know, for me, uh, you know, in my day-to-day work as uh, doing uh, sales, which is uh, an interesting uh, field for me personally, just uh, having been in it almost a year and really seen some ups and downs. And um, this year has uh, has gone well, but it's uh, I had a customer tell me, she was like, I know it's either feast or famine with sales, I get it. Um, and this has been one of those times, like this month has been one of the slower times um, for me and for, um, so with slower sales comes slower income, which is uh, always a challenge and uh, to say the least for, for us and our family. And um, but I was pondering kind of with God about that, about, you know, um, about how much how present he still is in all that and and how much he's asked he means when he wants us to just trust his fullness and trust who he is in every aspect of our lives and everything um as i've shared in past videos uh um, before that um he really brought me and my family through a season where we had no choice but to really trust in him it was he brought us to that kind of breaking point where you know, we had, we were almost comfortable for so long, and, um, you know, he really showed us that we can truly trust in who he is if we just let go of our needs and expectations and realize that he's going to provide all that we need in this world. And I was taken back to what Jesus was saying, um, in Matthew about how much you know, when I was sitting here looking at the birds and Jesus is like look at all the birds around you look at all of them and doesn't God provide everything that they need um, and how much more does our Father in Heaven love us and provide for us and will provide everything we need so not to worry that he's going to provide everything that today's worries are enough for today don't worry about tomorrow and and all those things and we get so when things begin to go well, you know, like we went through a few months where things were were, were a little more even keel, and it was it, it was it was better, and um, but uh, and then we hit this kind of skid, just a slow period of work, and, and it's just you know I think it's just the nature of the business, but realizing that, um, wow, yeah, they still have to not forget that to remember to that to, to, to bring God into into all of that to trust his goodness and provision and, and everything that he wants to say and, and do in my life and in our lives and um, you know and that's that's so it's so easy to get wrapped up in myself right when because my day-to-day can get very busy can get so going where I'm out out the door very early in the morning and then just out meeting customers or prospecting for new customers and um, or I'm making phone calls and in many days where I find myself just constant 
movement constantly going either driving or on the phone or talking to people or or something then there's not a whole lot of room for, for rest because i'm also moving just jumping into the next thing and um then yesterday i had you know one of those another one of those moments where I, i've had a few where i get actually the intentionally stop and, and actually rest for a little bit and spend just some time in the midday you know eating some lunch and just kind of sitting out and I was sitting at this park enjoying some time looking out over this pond that I used to go to as a, as a little boy uh, with our family when we visit my grandparents it was close to their house and um, I always loved this place and um, and just uh, I just sense God just just reminded me of how important it is to just to, to to not box him into just those small periods of my day like that the early morning where I spend maybe some time in devotion and, and prayer and, 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 and talking to him and, and, and worship um, uh, through those, those first hours of the day um, between when I wake, wake up and go to the gym and all those things and um, but uh but remembering him and bringing his presence and, and, and receiving his presence through the rest of the day um, and, and knowing that he's still at work and all of that. And, and when I go think about kind of his uh, provision for our, our family, like I said, this has been, you know, one of those slower months and remembering that he's still there. He's still in the midst of all that. Um, and it's so easy to forget that. And then, you know, I'm reading this week and, and you know, I'm actually working, been slowly diving through this book uh, from Eugene Peterson, The Jesus Way. And a very good uh, read. I'm about, you know, almost midway through it. Um, but I've just been taking my time reading bits of it and then putting it down and pondering and then just coming back into it and not trying to rush my way through it. Um, but the chapter I'm on is just talking about Elijah and, and um in his in, in the way he was as uh, as a prophet and, and really trying to turn Israel back to Yahweh and and all that and um, with all those thi- things I was talking about of, of, of how much we put can box God into those convenient times that are convenient for us and then this kind of hit me right between uh, just right in the teeth as I read this he said, one of the bad habits that we pick up early in our lives is separating things and people into secular and sacred. We assume that the secular is what we are more or less in charge of, our jobs, our time, our money, our opinions, our entertainment, our government, our house and land, and so our social relations. The sacred is what God has charge of. Worship and the Bible, heaven and hell, church and prayers... We then contrive a set of and set. We then contrive to set aside a sacred place for God, designed, we say, to honor God, but really intended. This is important. Really intended to keep God in His place, leaving us free to have the final say in everything else that goes on outside that space. When he goes on to say that God has something to say about every aspect of our lives. The way we feel and act in in the so-called privacy of our hearts and homes, the way we make our money and the way we spend it, the politics we embrace, the wars we fight, the catastrophes we endure, the people we hurt, and the people we help. Nothing is hid from the scrutiny of God. Nothing is exempt from the rule of God. 
Nothing escapes the purposes of God. The ground is holy. People are holy. Words are holy. Holy, holy, holy. And it just that, when I read that, I was like, man. How fitting that was. And I just, I, I can sense God. And, and even sitting here now, just, just God always impressing upon us to remember him to remember his presence and knowing that he's his he is always present with us you know and i was listening i remember listening to a podcast a couple weeks ago and it was talking about that talking about prayer and you know when we pray do we do we do we say god i just ask for your presence no um, god's all god is present if jesus is in our lives jesus is right here in our hearts he's right here and the holy spirit is dwelling with us and if we if um so one of the things to remember is to receive his presence. God, thank you for your presence. God, thank you for your presence. I receive you, your presence. And, and, and knowing that that's true throughout the course of our, our day, our lives, everything that we're doing in every aspect, just as Peterson wrote in here, God has something to say about every aspect of our lives, the way we feel and act in the so-called privacy of our hearts and homes and so, so on. We think there's so much hidden. We want control over everything, over so many things in our lives that we forget that God has reign and rule in all that. And I'll even go back to this. And, you know, we went, um, it was four years ago yesterday, actually, that uh, April 27th, 2017. So I'm recording this on the 28th of April. Um, I just gave myself away on that. But 27, April of 2017, we went to our first Anvil men's boot camp. We held our first weekend four years ago. It was an incredible weekend. There was so much that, that God had his hands on this. We were prepared for the weekend. We didn't know what we were coming into. We didn't know what we were doing. But me as kind of this planner and, 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 and control freak, if you will, I had a, I had a plan in place. I, I really knew how I wanted things to be structured and, and, and everything. And <clears throat> And God really showed up that very first night and into the next day and throughout the weekend. And he still does this now of just reminding me, son, I am in control here. Release this to me. Release this aspect to me. This is not about you and your world and, and what you, you do. Because, you know, I, I just, I, I always want to plan things out, just want things to go a certain way. But, you know, God has a way of think, working things out and the way he wants things to, to, to work out and and so forth and he is in all of that and if we if we're saying that if we're if we're preaching that and teaching that we got to believe that and receive that for our own lives ourselves um as believers and and, and those of us that that they even share and, and, and minister to the hearts of others uh, we have to remember that that he is still present in all of that and you know it it can be so easy to to forget that to forget how how true that is and how much god is present into so much in so many aspects of our dailies. Um, so, where have you boxed God in? That's that's the question I, I want to pose to you to just ponder and think about. Where in your life do you feel like you feel like you've placed God in this box that is convenient for you, that is convenient for your timing? You know, I've certainly have. I'm certainly having to wrestle with this because I know this is something that I've that I've done. Like I said. I had this these this blocks of time in the morning and as 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 work and life has gotten busier, 
especially with things starting to really move back to normal again um, um, uh, nowadays uh, following the year we had in 2020 and all that um, I find myself making less time to, to just be in God's presence, to rest in his presence, to just to, to speak with him and talk with him and, and, and trying to listen from him, for him. Um, and, uh, and allowing him to work and provide. Um, like when, when things don't go well, do I still truly trust that he's going to provide, that he's going to, that he is there, that he is a part of all this, that he is a way, and he's going to work things out? Um, as he always does, not for me and my glory, not for the way I want it to happen, but the way he sees fit. Um, if I believe that's true, then I have to trust that that's true. He asked me six and a half years ago, will you trust me? Will you follow me? There Jesus asking me that. And I surrendered and said, yes, I will. I will trust you. I will follow you. I surrender my life to you. This life, this world has a way of getting in the way of that. So we have to be able, willing to set aside the distractions, set aside all the things in the, in the, that, that try to get in the way of that, including our false selves that really try to work things out for our own benefit, the way we want it to happen. It's not the way it's meant to be. So where have you boxed that in? And how can you make some cha the changes in your own life to allow that to God to have more reign and rule over more and more of your life, to yield more and more aspects of your life? It's 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 like the parable of the farmer scattering the seed, you know, from the from the footpath to the thorn soil to the hard rocky soil to the fertile soil that uh, that yielded a, a supernatural harvest thirty, sixty, hundred fold. Um, Think about that. That's an image of more and more places in your own life, in your own heart, beginning to yield more and more to God, more of your daily life, more of every aspect of your life, more of your heart. So where are those, where's that hard footpath? Where's that rocky and thorny soil still in your daily life that is still being choked out by the world, that is still drowned out, that is still filled with so much worry in this life? forgetting the fullness and trueness of Jesus. So that's something we all have to ponder and think about in this life, in this world, because it's so easy to get distracted. So that's my challenge to you this week, to think about that. Think about the way you've boxed that in, and the way you can begin to yield more. Maybe there's just something else, and then work to the next thing, work to the next thing. So friends, I thank you for joining me this week. And I pray this has been something that has been helpful, a helpful conversation for you. I look forward to talking to you again next week on another private conversation, friends. Until next time, take care and God bless.